Bush and Richie here with another Hometime Show podcast for you. I've got a really tightly scrunched up paper ball in my hand, and at some point during our conversation, I'm going to fire it at producer Adam and try and hit him in his bald head. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just wanted to make that completely clear at the start of this. But That's it, fine, but he... Of course, the, the, the wonderful thing is he, he doesn't know when that is going to happen. It could, it could, we could be talking about something and it could happen at any moment. That's it could be one of our shorter introductions to the podcast. No! <laughs> oh, oh, no, it hit a monitor! Hit a monitor! Oh, dear, and now he is in possession of aforementioned tightly... Cla- oh, they hit me! Hit what? This is unbelievable. This is like that bit in Reservoir Dogs where they're all aiming their gun at each other. Hold on a minute, hold on a minute, Richie's <laughs> Up a ball. What's going on? Who's Richie going to aim the tightly screwed ball at? His co-host or the producer? Producer! <laughs> oh, right, let's just stop this. Although I do have a fort made out of the, the three main screens to operate this radio show. It's all going to be OK. Here's the show. Absolute Radio. They asked for a podcast. We told them to do it themselves. And here it is. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. What a way to start the show. Bit of Bush breaking news for you. <laughs> Uh, there's a snake loose on our street in Leon C. Wow. Wow. Uh, I'm on a Facebook group for the street. Yeah, you, you got a little Facebook group for your cul-de-sac? I don't want to slag it off a cul-de-sac. What do you call it? A close? It's a close. close. It's not a cul-de-sac. Um, if there is one, I'm not on it. Oh, dear. Which is awkward. They might be chatting about you. I don't believe there's one. They'd have me on it. They would have They would have one, though, they wouldn't do. they? Well, no, they were, probably not, because I'm not on it. Unless they've just got together and thought, it's probably best he's not on this. I don't think there's... Unless Natalie's on it, and then she fills the information she tells you. not be one. Well, you've we, got one. We've got one. Uh, and someone has, one of the neighbours has posted a photo earlier on today uh, to say that there's a snake crawling down the fence at the end of their garden. Uh, is anyone going to come and claim it? I mean, that is proper, that's proper news. It's proper news. And do you know what? In all the, whenever you turn on proper news at the moment, you always like hold your breath a bit because it's just bleak, isn't it? Yeah, it's very bleak, yeah. So it's quite nice to have a bit of old... Remember, this is like what old and finally news used to be like. It is, yeah, Do you know yeah, yeah. Have yeah. a bit of a laugh and everything yeah. like that? So why don't we have first hour of the show... What's the news from your street? You got any news going on in your street, There Richie? is news from our street. The council turned out today. The block drain isn't blocked. Oh. If they say it's not blocked, I say it's blocked. Because when it rains, nothing goes away. But they've come and looked down it and they, they say there's no water there. Well, no, because it's not rained for a week, mate. So the block drain apparently is not blocked. So they think you're overreacting. They think I'm overreacting. <laughs> Just wait till it rains again, mate. Then I'll call you out again. Now it's clear why you might not be on the Facebook group <laughs> for your street. He's overreacting again. He is. I tell you, he is. He's got the council out the third time this <laughs> uh, let's have the news from your street then. Eight it's to rocks, I promise you. Unbelievable. Absolute radio. If you insist on listening to them in your own time, then we can't really stop you. Okay, let's get on with it then. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. So we want your news from your street at the moment. Earlier on today, I just broke the news that a uh, snake is loose on our street in Leon C. What's the news from your neck of the woods? Pritchard says, listen to this, this is unbelievable. We've got a crab infestation. Right. Not a word of a lie, says, come back from a walk with the kids to find a dead crab in my front garden. We live just outside Colchester Town Centre. Later, the crab was joined by a second dead crab, and then this morning, a live one. I thought Colchester was only going to be coastal once all the ice caps had melted. Yeah, it's right. What's going on there? Pretty, pretty central, I think, isn't it? Yeah. So that's not that far from where I live. There's something going on. What's Crabs doing there? That really is breaking news from his street. Absolute Radio. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. It's what happens when you take out all the music, travel, news, regular news and adverts from the show. Unfortunately, it still contains the two of them talking. 
An update for you on the Colchester crabs. Uh, Dave says Colchester is joined to the coast by a tidal creek. Might explain the infestation. So this fella's had crabs turn up at the end of his garden on a nightly basis. This could be this could be it. The it turns why. out there's a reason why. Yeah, exactly. Almost biblical. Very very strange. Uh, we've got someone on the line right now called Dave. Dave, what's your breaking news? I have finally won the race to get the bins out first. Oh yes, well done. So this is a morning-based thing. You can't you can't go a bit early then the night before. This has got to be a morning-based thing. I had to go out 24 hours early to do this. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and neighbours-wise, you, you must feel good for you, the fact you've beaten them too. It was someone else currently holding the kind of title until you've toppled them, Dave. It's the same fella every week, and I've beaten it. It's all good. Right, OK, now we're getting down to this. This is, this is a full-on grudge match, <laughs> head-to-head, vis-a-vis bins. Where, where's it going to go from here, though? Because I think... What, can you say the fella's first name, just so we can characterise... No, 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 I don't think I should. I, I don't think that's fair to you. All right, well... Um, <laughs> so you might, he might go Thursday night, then, or whatever. He might go, like, Wednesday night, a couple of nights before. He might, and then the following week, I'll go Monday night or Tuesday night. Dave, I, I love the, I love the news. It's brilliant. I do think all of us ought to be that little bit cool. much more chat, and we're we're verging on Jason Manford bin chat territory here. We'll I have to would watch have to out. Say. <laughs> yeah, watch out. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. The Hometime Show with Bush and Richie, the official soundtrack to Thursday. It's often the way with this show that we will plan to go one way, but you lot want to take the show just a slightly different direction, and that's fine. It's mm-hmm. a show for the people, by the people, for, for the, the people. people. We've said that so many times. Um, however, uh, we're after the news from your street this afternoon. Uh, Bush's street has a snake on the loose. Uh, the news from my street is the council have come over and said the block drain isn't blocked. It's not blocked. Even though it doesn't drain away. Annette has tweeted about the drain. <laughs> I, I can't get away from drain Tweet Tweeted about your drain. She says, we have a similar problem. Some drains are no longer allowed to empty into local streams because of pollution. They're then not able to cope with sudden downpours. The consequence is road floods dramatically, but drain not blocked is just not big enough. Drain chat. Drain chat here on Absolute Radio. If you have an issue on your street that you want to talk about, 8, 12, 15. Dave is on Shady Street in Cumbria, surely. Come on, now. No, I don't believe that. Imagine living on Shady Street and trying to get a job, like, you know, putting that in on a CV. <laughs> uh, he says, dead hedgehog, slap bang in the middle of the garden this morning. Thing is, there's no explanation. There's no witness. It's bizarre. Maybe there is something kicking off with some rabbits. Oh, that's like a Poirot thing, but based in the world of wildlife. Uh, Shep says, Wi-Fi down again on our street. Keep us posted. Uh, this one says, uh, someone's dumped an entire chocolate cake on the pavement a few doors down. No takers so far. That's a proper crime, that it is. is. Uh, Mandy, you're brave. Breaking news, please. We've got Daddy Long Legs infestation in the chalet where we're staying in Mablethorpe. We woke up this morning, there were 22 on the bedroom wall. Oh my lord, 22. That is unbelievable. All over all everywhere outside so I don't know what's going on they, they are one of the aren't they the worst insect in the world daddy long legs you know when you look at an insect <laughs> you think the state of you just sort your act out aren't they an insect yeah, that grows into something beautiful though I don't know no I don't think so I think, I they, think they are they? I think they just what do they I've got a feeling they grow into things. butterflies I'm pretty sure they don't grow into butterflies <laughs> daddy long legs no they don't that's caterpillars that is caterpillars <laughs> Mandy's right is it yeah, yeah I think so <laughs> But I, well, so look, I like the fact that you've been going around thinking you that they they have chat. a I'm hell of a metamorphosis. A quick, quick no. and so twenty-two of them. You must think that something's going on in that chalet. Like might, it might oh, be haunted. They well, grow their that, legs but... back. They don't grow into um, butterflies. <laughs> That's quite a big like difference. Killing things either. So 
I'm trying to like sweep them out, but I said, Mandy, back in. do us a favour this <laughs> evening. Call a meeting. Just see if you can reason with them. <laughs> and can I speak directly to our producer here in the podcast? Make sure that the bit about the butterflies doesn't go out. <laughs> No, they're definitely not butterflies. Yeah, thank definitely. you. <laughs> well, listen, me and Chris Packham over there. We'll see you soon, Mandy. Cheers for calling in. Oh, OK, thank you. Bye. Absolute Radio. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. That is your no repeat guarantee. 95, nothing repeated. Wiley listener work. It's Bush and Richie. This is your Hometime Show, Thursday evening on Absolute Radio. Uh, Lee Taylor's just tweeted in, uh, quite an urgent tweet. He says, uh, 4.47 and yet another Firth for attraction. There's a book in this, Richie's Almanac of Nonsense. 300 plus pages of made-up facts, a Christmas bestseller. He's having a go about the Daddy Longlegs fact, I think. <laughs> it's not ma- It wasn't a made-up fact. It it well, is, it's a redacted fact from today's show, OK? okay? I thought I was right. Very quickly realised I wasn't right. I retracted the fact. And you've okay. even deleted, you've asked our producer Adam to delete that from this evening's podcast. So I'm absolutely certain it won't make it into tonight's <laughs> podcast, which is great news. Here's a true Daddy Longleg fact on, from then. Dan in Chester. Did you know that Daddy Longlegs is the most poisonous animal in the world? Whoa! Its poison to body size ratio is like no other, but it has no way of delivering its poison, so therefore it is Harmless. What a, what a frustrating insect to be on many, many different levels. Yeah, you don't turn into butterflies and you can't poison people. Home time with Bush and Richie. Now this weekend, the Premier League is back. And for some, that means the return of fantasy football. Yes, I am one of these people. Saturday lunchtime, well, actually, lunchtime is sometimes a bit too late. Saturday morning, sat over the laptop, getting my fantasy team ready for another weekend's action. But for, for not everyone... It's not the thing, and and my co-host here is one of these people. Well, let's explain. Can you explain in layman's terms to people what fancy football is if they've never heard of it before? Okay, so what you do is you pick uh, 11 players, well, actually a squad of about 14, from those that are playing Premier League matches at the weekend, and they'll score points for scoring goals and score points for setting up a goal and have points taken off if they've let a goal in or got sent off and all that kind of thing. And the points at the end of the day all added up and your team, you, you, you know, can pay stuff to others in a very simple way. So you're an Arsenal fan, but you might not be having allegiance to Arsenal in choosing. You'll just pick whoever's going to get you the most points, right? Well, on that side of things, you've got a budget of £100 million to put your team together and you are only allowed to pick a maximum of three players from one Premier League side. And this is where my problem is, right? <laughs> I'm an Everton fan, not a football fan. And those two things might go hand in hand, particularly after last season. I'm not interested in other in other teams' players. I'm only interested in Everton. And I don't I don't want to sign like I had this problem last time where people were saying, I'll oh, get um uh, you know, get the Liverpool players, Firmino up front or whatever. I was like, I'm not having Liverpool on my team. I only want Everton players and I'm only allowed three. So I don't know if I'm gonna do it. Which Loggerheads. Does explain why last year when you did manage to scrape some kind of team together after about two weeks you hadn't touched it you'd gone nowhere near it whatsoever and I don't think you touched it through the rest of the season I feel like it's um, in some way I'm cheating on Everton by you know I don't know courting other players and but here's the crux of the matter. Do you not find that you are cutting off your nose to spite your face because you miss out on all the fantasy football chat around the office? 100%. Well, to be honest, like you and producer Adem have always got it on your laptops yeah, and, that, yeah, and talking yeah. about it, but I can't get involved because I've got this, if I can't have three more than three Everton players, I'm not doing it rule. Exactly. 
All right, so look, maybe you are a person, and, and generally, when you know that you are cutting off your nose to spite your face, you are aware of the thing, you are aware of your issues. I, I, I like, it's a protest, but I like it. I know that I'm missing out, <laughs> but I'm sticking with it because I feel like a, it's the right thing to do. So we would like you to put your hand up and own up this evening if there is something that you do doesn't necessarily have to be about football or fantasy football. Is there something that you do where you cut off your nose just to spite your face? You put the rules in and you're missing out on some fun just because of your own rules. 81215 if it's you, or you can tweet us at Absolute Radio. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Ritchie. Absolute radio. I did start up a team, then got bored of it because I'm, I, you know, I don't like selecting players that aren't Everton players. So it's just going to carry on. These guys are trapped <laughs> like some kind of ghost ship from Pirates <laughs> of the Caribbean for an eternity in there. Uh, some people trying to work this around to make, you know, make my brain tick a bit more with the whole fantasy football thing. Shane says, "Re fantasy football. Don't think of it as cheating on your own team, and you don't have to feel you're cheering opposition players. You're simply being compensated by those players doing well." That's not a bad. Spin. That's not bad. Uh, Ian says, I am a Sunderland fan. I was going from a neat, uh, meeting in Newcastle to my mother-in-law's. When the bus pulled up, it was called Toon Link and was black and white. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't bring myself to get on, so I waited 35 minutes for a different bus. And I would do the same again as well, I, he I love says. It. I think that's great. It's a little protest, but, you know, <laughs> sometimes it's what you need to do. Dean says, back in 1989, Torquay beat Wolves to deny us a place in a Wembley Cup final. As an 11-year-old, I was gutted as my dad had promised he'd get me a ticket if we got there. Ever since, I have a disdain for Torquay. Anytime my wife suggests it for a holiday, I say absolutely no way. It's great. (laughs) Now, we've said all along, this isn't just about football. We want to find out what you do to cut your nose off to spite your face. And and Natalie is hanging on. (laughs) It's so bad. I'm going in the kitchen because he's upstairs. He still doesn't know how to do it. Um, So this is something regarding your other half. Yeah, he has a tendency. He can literally fall asleep in seconds. And I'll be reading in bed and he'll put something on and I'll say to him, do you want to turn the TV off because I know you're about to fall asleep? Nope, I'm watching this. I've been looking forward to this. And then seconds later... (laughs) But he leaves the TV on because he thinks it's my job to switch it off because he's fallen asleep, so I leave it on. And it'll be like... Two, three o'clock in the morning, and he'll eventually wake up and the TV's still on. And then I pretend that I was sleeping through it, but I wasn't. I was just determined not to switch it off. I love this. Wow. So even though you're 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 burning money, like it's going out of fashion in terms of electricity, you're you're willing to do that. Write it off because you're trying to make the point. And not just that, she's yeah. also making a point by not going to sleep herself, staying awake and waiting for him to wake up so he can discover it for himself. Yeah, and I have the apps for all of the tellies on my phone, but I just won't use them. I love that. So you could turn you could turn off at the touch of a button without even getting up. Yeah, <laughs> this is one of the most incredible calls we've received in months. <laughs> and what's his name? Just what's his first name? Just so we can kind of get an idea of him. Stephen. Sounds like a, he sounds like a Stephen, doesn't he? As well, bet but, he spells it with a ph, Bush. Oh, I bet he does. <laughs> He does. <laughs> Who does he think he is? Absolute Radio.
The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Ritchie. Danny in Suffolk says, I'm with him. Imagine being an Arsenal fan. I couldn't pick Spurs players. Imagine hoping Harry Kane scores so your fantasy football team gets more points. It upsets me too much. I've given up, he says. Danny, That's a good point. I have picked Harry Kane in my side. How can you do that, though? You're supposed to want just the worst for your rivals. You don't want him scoring, surely. I know, I know, but I'm competing aggressively against my brother in fantasy football, and that's even more important. See, I, I just think it's madness. I agree with this statement. Bush and Richie, I deliberately don't watch Marvel movies because I believe they're extremely overacted and bad. I, I think any superhero assemble movie is absolutely appalling. <laughs> even though I, I can see people enjoying them and having fun, I just won't go near them, won't touch them with a barge pole. Uh, we've got Dean on the line now talking about watching stuff. Dean, tell everyone your cut your nose off to spite your face story to do with watching box sets on the telly. Ah, uh, well, watching a series, whatever it may be, even if it's absolutely brilliant, if my partner watches one without me, that's it. I won't, I won't watch them again, that's it. Wow, so you have a walkout, an embargo. You will not, even though if you're really enjoying that programme, you won't watch another episode in protest. Yeah, definitely. If I've fallen asleep or if I've gone to bed early and she watches another one, I won't watch it again. I'll just say, no, she'll tell me to catch up with it, but that's it, I won't watch it again, no chance. Scuttle it. Dean, I, I, I want to put this as a scenario to you. Say, for example, you've gone through all eight seasons of Game of Thrones, you've got two episodes left before the end, <laughs> and your other half has watched an episode without you. What do you do? That's it, no. <laughs> He's a man of his words. Man of his words. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Ritchie. If you're listening, it's probably not home time anymore. But we can't be bothered to think of a new name. Absolute radio. Do you ever call something posh in your house when you're treating yourself? <laughs> so, for example, if I'm making uh, Katie a cafetiere coffee, I say I'm making her a posh coffee. Mm-hmm. If I'm doing an instant coffee, it's just a coffee. <laughs> Or if I'm having doing scrambled egg on toast, I'll normally do that in the microwave. It's the correct way to do scrambled egg. Right, well, we won't go over that. We don't need to go back down that one again. But if I make it in a, a, a pan and take my time over it, that's, do you fancy posh scrambled egg? I think everybody in their household has something that they will refer to as it's a posh one. It's a All posh right. one. I have that. Monday to Friday, standard coffee cups normal right? coffee cup come down breakfast in the morning standard coffee cups a very very drab grey affair yeah when it's the weekend <laughs> I, I genuinely get out of the posh coffee cups I've had a, a Zoom meeting with you when you've had them out and I, I thought you'd won the lotto <laughs> <laughs> they really are something else aren't they uh, yeah they're good they're posh ones uh, so look we want from you this, this evening final hour of the show uh, do you ever put posh before something when you're treating yourself in your house in terms of what you call it we know that we're going to get texts in about one particular thing and don't just don't do it. All right. We know the joke. We've all read this. All right. Don't send that in. But uh, yeah, other than that, it could be food, could be a particular journey you do, anything like that. Anything. If it's posh in your house. John in uh, Mansfield. Is it Mansfield a place or is his name John Mansfield? No, no Mansfield's definitely a place, but it may also be his name. John Mansfield says, Bush and Richie, my wife says we have posh fish and chips. When you leave the skin on the chips, it's just lazy, isn't it? He oh, says. Well, I mean. Look, you're reducing your peeling time. But I'd say that was a posh chip. Is, well, there you go, that's posh. Uh, if you were a supermarket, you'd market that as a farmhouse chip, I think. Rustic. Yeah, skin on. Uh, Sharon says, when my husband says he's going for a posh wee, he sits down. Oh, dear, oh, dear. It, it was only a matter of time before we got there. Could have been worse. Uh, Russell's on the line. Russell, what's your posh thing? Oh, mate, right, so when we go to my mum and dad's, it's none and granddad's. And in the plot thickens, it gets thicker. And when we go to her mum and dad's, it's, oh, we're going to Pogstown and granddad's. 
<laughs> so you've got you've got run of the mill nan and granddad and posh nan and granddad. What is genuinely the difference? Are they a bit posher than your mum and dad? Uh, well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. But but, but I don't know if you know. I'm born and bred Great Wakering, so you might know it. It's only down the road. My, uh, yeah, beautiful my, place um, as well. Yeah, it is. It is. It, yeah, it weren't when I was there, but, <laughs> but um, hence why they're, they're not the posh ones. <laughs> yeah, but um, yeah, uh, her mum and dad—they're um, born and bred in Hockley, and they've been raised in Hockley, and and done successful and done very well for themselves. You've okay. even poshened up your voice yeah. as you were talking yeah. about them. Yeah, yeah, I was. I was when I met my wife. I met her when I was fourteen, and I'm, I'm forty now. In a couple of days' time, fair enough, but won't go into that. Um, so we've been married for over, well, not nine, like 17 years now. But So are you, are you her bit of rough? Your, your wife's bit of rough? Oh, Sounds dear. like that might be the case. Yeah, definitely was, yeah. They've, they've uh, even to this day, when we go around, whether it's Christmas dinner or anything, the rest of the family get all the posh plates and I simply just get the old plain white paint, uh, plate and a <laughs> fork and a spoon, basically. Absolute Radio. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. Hometime on a Thursday night with Bush and Richie. Asking tonight, do you ever call something posh in your house? Rob does. Tell us what it is, Rob. So, yeah, it's pillows. If you go into our bedroom, there's about ten pillows in different throws all over the bed. But we're not allowed to use them. They get taken off the bed at the end when I go to go to sleep. And I'm given three old tatty things. It's like the princess and the pea in our bedroom. <laughs> That's great. Rob, that is exactly what goes on in my house. But uh, let me tell you of a worrying slash an optimistic thing for you. Depends which way you want to take it, right? So when I get to bed, to get into bed, I, like you, have to discard about eight pillows off the side of the bed just to get into bed, all right? And then when I get out of bed, I've got to put them back on. What is the point in these things? But there is no point. But here's the thing, all right? A a few months ago, there was uh, an audit of cushions in the lounge. Uh-huh. Some were chucked and one of the pillows slash cushions that was on the bed has made it downstairs and is now on the sofa and you're allowed to sit on it. Oh, wow. So that's progress. Yes. In, this, in this world of uh, privileged pillows, this is progress. So you may get to touch one of them, Rob. Yeah, I, I have the same problem in the living room with cushions. Cushions and froze. I'm not allowed to sit on the settee while the posh cushions are on there. Do you know what? If I was you, I'd rent a flat down the road and just visit everyone at the weekends or something. <laughs> Getting no breaks, this guy. Absolute Radio. If you insist on listening to them in your own time, then we can't really stop you. OK, let's get on with it then. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. That is it. That's, that's the show. That is the show in a nutshell, uh, which sets us up nicely for Friday, doesn't it? Yes, it does. I don't know why. I just feel it sets us up nicely for Friday. Normally you get to Thursday and you're kind of like, oh, I've just got a little tiny bit of energy left. I feel having had the, a flapjack each before we did the show that you've just heard, I don't know, I feel this could be the key to success. Tell you what, I'm going to put a reminder in my phone for 3.35 tomorrow to go and get a flapjack because it's on me. Ah, oh, yes, come on, party time. OK, guys, you ready for this? One, two, three, four. Bush and Richie's podcast. Bush and Richie's podcast. It is now over. Bush and Richie's podcast. It is now over. Bush and Richie's podcast. It 
is now over.